This is Bobby Rempe from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the really big barbecue central show. It's the show that happens to be the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We do it live each week right here from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. If you feel the itch, the desire, the need to jump in on the phone, a little bit of a change up because we're having mega trouble with the big time new phone crap. We will retreat back to the old standby hotline number. That's 216-220-0966. Again, 216-220-0966. And once we get the other, if we ever get the other one wigged out, I'll give that number to you again. If you would rather get in touch with the show through the email, you can do that as well. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at BBQCentralShow.com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, TheBBQCentralShow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter. He used to be a monthly visitor, and then I thought it would be a little bit more advantageous and perhaps even efficient to bust him out to the quarterly. Certainly not a demotion, but when you are evaluating the number of cookers, grills, flat tops, smokers, barbecues, hybrids, the likes of what my next guest does, who I still believe is probably... The only guy doing this is a full-time job. I thought it would be better to run him out every third month so he can really hone in the list and uh, have some items to talk about. So he rejoins us in his quarterly effort from AmazingRibs.com, the keeper of the flame. Max Good will be joining us, and we'll be talking expressly about the more newly released, although it's been out for a handful of weeks at this point, the 2018 Pitmaster Awards is what I believe they're calling it. But if you are in the midst of looking at grills and smokers or a grill and a smoker or some type of hybrid, whatever you're looking at, a lot of people often go to AmazingRibs.com, especially to their grills and smoker evaluation portion, and see what all the hubbub is about. Maybe they've heard something. Max is very adept at testing, unbiased. Sometimes they do get ones that are donated to them by the manufacturer asking for their evaluation. Sometimes they go out and buy them, a mix. But in any event, AmazingRibs.com's 
face to the internet buying nation and world is, hey, we're a unbiased platform that's going to give you our opinion on a cooker. And then it, you're at least armed with that information as a buyer on how they think of it. And then, of course, you can talk to your friends and neighbors about what they like. But if you want an unbiased platform that's highly regarded, AmazingRibs.com is the place to go. So we'll be talking about the 2018 Pitmasters list. So we're talking about grills, smokers, and all that stuff. And that'll be coming in about 10 minutes from now. And then we will move to another person in the business of barbecue who also is anointed, I guess you could say, or has uh, he's at least graciously donating his time. I'll say anointed because it makes me sound more important. Uh, a quarterly visit from, I think, one of the biggest independent barbecue and grilling retailers, not only on the west side of the Mississippi, but I believe in the whole United States. And, of course, I'm talking about Sam Hayes, the owner of Sam's Northwest Barbecue Company. And we will be talking about one of his product lines. You know, when you look back the first time Sam came in, we did a really big retrospective of him, his past business. If you would recall, Sam started as a trade, a barber, and then grew into the grill and barbecue sales. Did a little bit of both for quite a while and then morphed all the way into just doing the barbecue and grilling retail stuff. So he has a number of product lines that he carries. So I figured, hey, wouldn't be better to, or it would be great for him to come on once a quarter. We'll talk about a line that he has in his store, what kind of support he's getting, why he carries that stuff, and then his unbiased. I mean, certainly he's going to be biased to a degree because he has them in their store, but he does due diligence, as he told us on his first segment, a handful of months ago, about how he evaluates. So we'll talk to Sam specifically about the Myron Mixon smokers. He took a trip out to that manufacturing facility. I believe it was in Vermont or Connecticut or one of those New England states. So we'll get a recap on that trip. And then more importantly, how these things are put together, who they're really target marketed for, types of price points and models. That'll be Sam Hayes, 35 pass. Then we'll move into the second hour. And at 1014, the emergence of the monthly segment, the embedded correspondence segment. It's widely become one of the most popular segments that recurs here on this show. Doug Scheiding from Texas, Steve Ray from Udawal, Tennessee, and David Huff from Oklahoma will be joining us, and we'll go around the panel, and each of us have prepared some type of barbecue and or grilling take to some degree. It's not necessarily competition-related or not competition-related. And we'll see what everybody's talking about. Then we will go around the table and give everybody else's take on their specific topic. Always fun. And then we can mix in your stuff as well. We got a $50 gift card up for grabs from BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse from Scott Rodriguez last week. So we'll figure out a way to give that away maybe in the second hour. And we will also take your phone calls and emails as the show progresses. 0966 is the call and number. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com is your email address. Use them as you see fit. All right. I got a uh, like Instagram message. And it was so somebody had posted a picture of me. And this message itself is actually screenshotted by the person that got it and then forwarded it to me. I don't know exactly what picture I was in. I believe it was taken a few months ago, maybe towards the 
NBBQA or whatever, but this one is from uh, Brian on Instagram, and it says, uh, in a quote, bro, talking about me, does he even eat barbecue? He looks like an actor playing some third string, no lines wizard from some freaking Harry Potter movie between filming days wearing bad street clothes. That, or maybe it's the 7.5% ABV barrier-juiced IPA talking. Wow. Well, thanks for the personal evaluation, Brian. I'll tell you what. Why don't you focus less on my personal appearance, and let's focus on this task instead. Focus on getting me into the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame. Let's do that. Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame. If you say I look like a third string, no lines wizard from a Harry Potter movie. I mean, the real Barbecue Hall of Fame seems to be a little disenchanted with my general attitude. So, Brian, get to work on that project. Get me into the Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame, if there is such a thing. If there's not, I apologize to anybody that's a fan of wizards who immediately got very excited viscerally that there might be a Barbecue Wizard Hall of Fame. But on the off chance there is, you know me, I'm looking to get into Barbecue Halls of Fame. I'm even looking to get into Barbecue Wizards Halls of Fame. So if that's a thing, Brian, check it out, Google it, nominate me, and bam, I want to be in there sooner than later, okay? Thanks for the, again, thanks for the personal evaluation. Also got this email from Tim in Virginia. Greg, I was listening to your most recent interview with Stephen Reichland, and I have to say that was one of the best segments I have heard you do with him in recent memory. He gave some great info, was an over-the-top promotee, and also found the time to give you some well-deserved props. I always enjoy him when he comes on the Really Big Barbecue Show, but this one stood out to me above the others. Thanks for the show each week. It makes my commute to work very enjoyable. By the way, I own a pit barrel cooker and love it. What happened to them sponsoring the show? Thanks again, Tim. Tim, thanks for writing it. Uh, In regards to what happened to pit barrel cooker and the as some of you have noticed, the non-sponsoring of the show. Um, I think, I think I'm getting ready to talk to Noah Glanville about that. There were some legal matters that they had to sort out that were actually going through for quite some time, but we're all set through there. So actually, I'm working on getting Noah on the show to talk about that whole situation. It was really kept under wraps quite well. I knew about it. Uh, That's why they stepped away from this show to kind of hoard cash as they were fighting quite a lengthy battle and every penny counted. Not that they were, you know, paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month here, although I could demand it. And command it. But I believe we got everything worked out. Working on getting Noah booked so we can talk about that whole charade. In the meantime, I will talk to you about Traeger Grills. Behind every meat is a great grill, but not just any grill... A Traeger grill. And the Timberline is Traeger's most advanced grill line yet. It allows you to grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue like a pro no matter what your level, thanks to the incredible wood-fired taste. Seriously, you don't know flavor till you're cooking with it. Traeger grills use all-natural hardwood flavor as fuel, so you're literally cooking with flavor. From low and slow smoked ribs to seared steaks, even a baked apple pie... 
Traegers can handle it all. And the Traeger Timberline makes it even easier thanks to the Wi-Fi capability. You can actually check on your cooks, kick up the temperature, and set custom cook cycles anytime, anywhere, all right on your phone through the Traeger app. In fact, I should go check on anything that I'm cooking on my Timberline right now. I could do it if I was cooking some. Find one at your local Traeger dealer or check them out online for convenience. Traeger Grills, that's plural, TraegerGrills.com. Now, if you want to beef up your barbecue game this summer, Traeger Shop Classes going coast to coast, bringing you barbecue knowledge and amazing wood-fired food everywhere they go. Taught by professional pitmasters. You'll take home all the skills you need to reach your barbecue glory. Find a shop class near you and sign up today. Very economical and jam-packed with ideas and tricks and tips and techniques. Plus, you get to hang with some of the really cool pitmasters out there like Doug Scheiding and Matt Pittman and Chad Ward, Diva Q, just to name a few. Again, you can find a shop class near you by visiting TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. That's TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. Max Good, when we come back, talking about the 2018 Pitmasters list for grills and smokers. Stick around. Be right back. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils. All the Butcher Barbecue Butcher Barbecue products have been tested. On the competition circuit as well as in backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood, the king of your cul-de-sac. Visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up now. And always trust your butcher. Of course. Max Good from AmazingRibs.com in tonight to help with some suggestions of grills and smokers. In fact, we'll be talking about the best of 2018 pitmaster list from AmazingRibs.com. So we race over to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Max Good. Max, how are you, buddy? Doing all right. Long time no see, Mr. Gregory. That's right. Uh, Happy to have you back here for the quarterly visit. And we are going to be diving headlong into the 2018 Pitmaster list from AmazingRibs.com. So if I'm not mistaken, this has undergone a small name change uh, over some year. It used to be uh, like the, the... well, I forget what they were called before, but I don't believe it was the Pitmaster list. Well, it was uh, essentially the top 10 list. Uh, one of the reasons we changed the name was because we felt like we were, everybody and their brother comes out with uh, barbecue top 10 lists, sure. at, you know, in the spring. So we thought, well, let's clever folks that we are. Let's try to differentiate ourselves. And that was part of the reason. And uh, uh, I, I, th- I feel we feel pretty good about the change. All right, so let's go ahead and start jumping in here a little bit. By the way, I don't know if you can 
see this. See that? Nice, I got a nice burn uh, trying to pick up my solo stove while it was on. I had welder's gloves, but somehow this got to the <laughs> fireplace first and it left a nice burn. Now I look like a man, finally. Not, but not according to Brian, who thinks I look like a fifth string wizard from some Harry <laughs> Potter movie with no lines. Nevertheless, um, let's go ahead and uh, get into the ratings, I guess. So when you go into the different segments, and by the way, we'll be talking about best combo cookers, best portable cookers, value backyard smokers, value charcoal grills, and uh, value gas grills. Um, when you When you punch in, there isn't necessarily... This is number one. This is number two. There's, uh, I guess, a handful of your best recommendations, if I'm putting that across right. That is correct. They're actually arranged by price. We like to, within a category, uh, like smokers or gas grills or whatever, we like to have a variety of designs and a variety of price ranges. So we don't rate them. This is the number one. And right underneath it is number two. It's rated the least expensive to the most expensive. All right, so the first one up, as I had mentioned before, is called the Best Combo Cooker segment. So go ahead and define that for us just in case anybody is a little muddy on the description. Well, um, many outdoor cookers can be used for a variety of different types of cooking. Um, A big differentiation would be grilling as opposed to low and slow smoking, you know, people talk about the difference between grilling and barbecue. Uh, Now, Weber Kettle, if you know what you're doing, can do both. But when we came up with the combo cookers list, uh, we thought we'd try to get uh, products that really uh, are designed to do pretty much everything. Um, The Weber Summit Charcoal Grill was one of the reasons we came up with this we we're seeing more and more of these type of uh, multifunction implements uh, we kind of hesitated to get into these you, you know when you go to the big box stores and you see like a cheap charcoal grill or charcoal smoker bolted to a cheap gas grill yeah. we didn't want to uh, include things like that although we did relent and we put in Lang has a beautiful hybrid yes. high quality in you know, a quarter inch or actually it's 316 inch steel i believe um, system so they got they got in eventually but we don't like to put those cheapy uh, hybrid if you want to call them that bolted together pieces of junk basically um, but but yeah so this is these are these are products that can do everything all right so the one that i had picked out is called the camp chef Woodwind pellet smoker with sear box, and this is coming in at I guess what is an MSRP of eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yes, and you can get it for less than that too. All right, uh, Camp Chef makes some really nice stuff. We liked them for a long time. Um, they don't have a really super duper sophisticated controller, but it is a thermostatic controlled system, uh, and it does have an integrated meat probe and a couple other neat features to it. Um, it's it's a it's a great moderately priced pellet smoker, and a lot of people that are making pellet smokers try to come up with sear stations. Of uh, there, there's there's the the typical schemes are something that um, 
you can remove a piece of metal, let's say, right over the fire pot. Yeah. There's a small fire pot in a pellet smoker where the wood pellets burn. You remove a piece of metal over that, and you get direct exposure to the flame. And usually these schemes involve, or they would often involve our friend Brad's grill grates, which will even out that heat and amplify it. But Camp Chef, Camp Chef said, well, to heck with this, let's just go for the throat. They attached a super-duper uh, gas sear burner on the side of it, mm. and that thing will get to 900 degrees, buddy. You can do some serious searing on it. So that one covers all the bases. So you are firing up the main unit with wood pellets, just like you would with any other pellet grill, but then you have to hook up a tank to do the burner if you want that, or is it a one-pounder? You can do a 20-pounder or what? Uh, it's set up for a 20-pounder. I, okay. I don't recall if they have any kind of adapter for it. It's not one of those things that comes set up for a one-pounder. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they have an adapter, if that's something somebody would want. Uh, but uh, it, it comes out of the box, set up for a 20-pound tank. What do we like about Camp Chef? I've been hearing the name here for the last couple of years. We've had some discussions on various models here during your visits. Are they a, uh, a grower in the industry, in the marketplace? Oh, they've been around a long time, Greg. Um, they make pretty much everything for camping. You know, they make I think they make furniture and you name it. They got, um, they've got, you know, griddles and cast iron stuff and tools and geez, uh, you know, yeah, they, they, the name is appropriate, but they really started getting into pellet smokers a few years ago and they've been doing a great job keeping the cost down, coming up with good ideas are very innovative. Uh, I left out one of the cool features, um, on, Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of their SG model. I, I got that on my deck. I still have to test it. Uh, but let me rewind a little bit. With the wood wind, it does have a kind of a neat thing that most pellet smokers don't have. Uh, and not many of their pellet smokers, the Camp Chef pellet smokers, do have this. It's an ash removal system. Mm. Uh, pellet smokers, you most of them, you got to take out the grate, take off this drip pan that goes over the, yeah, the yeah. fire pot. And the only then can yep. you get to that uh, fire pot. And you've got to clean the ash out once in a while. If you right. don't, it's going to fail. So they have this sliding mechanism that it's like a trap door that's right under the fire pot. You slide a knob out, hmm. all the S drops into a removable cup, and you throw it away. Excellent. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. nobody else has really integrated that into their... Um, I don't think anybody has no. anything quite like that. Some people have different types of schemes, but most pellet smokers don't have ash removal systems. That's correct. All right, so let's go ahead and move to the best portable cooker category. That's kind of self-explanatory. And the one that I picked out solely on look alone <laughs> is this thing called the Can Cooker Original. There it is on the video feed if you're watching here. If you're listening audio podcast, go back and get the feed at your convenience. But uh, literally, it looks like a uh, some kind of an aluminum can or whatever it's made out of. Uh, 90 bucks, so pretty inexpensive, and it looks highly portable. That it is, and uh, people love this thing. Uh, it's it's a riff on an old way of cooking, like uh, folks that are out on a farm. Uh, they'd get a they call it cream can cooking. It's like a, a, a milk pail, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one is is engineered to work a little better. It has uh, it's made from food grade aluminum. And it has a lid with a silicon gasket around it that clamps shut. And all you do is is um, 
put some oil in there, spray the side so things don't stick. Um, throw in whatever you want to cook, you know, uh, vegetables, meats, uh, liquids, so you can get a gravy going. And you can place it on any kind of uh, heat surface. It can be a gas grill, a charcoal grill. It could be an open fire. Although they do say if you're going to put it on a fire, an open wood fire, you should maybe um, put a ring of rocks or something to lift it up, mm. you know, to keep it from just settling into those red hot embers and burning up. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's easy to use. It's pretty self-explanatory. You know, you just put it over any kind of heat source and it'll steam and cook uh Whatever you throw in it. <laughs> what kind of capacity are you looking at here on the original one? Oh gosh, I, uh, you I mean, know, like, can you I fit like look... seven chickens in it? I mean, people probably aren't cooking ribs or anything in here, are they? No, I, well, I mean, you could if, but it'd be brazing. You know, yeah. it's not a smoker. Right. Uh, there's no way for the smoke to get at it. I I apologize. I don't know the exact capacity. They do make it in two sizes. The size you showed, I believe, is the large size. Um, and they do make one that's about half that size. Um, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can put a lot of stuff in it. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact capacity. Sorry. Well, 90, uh, 90 bucks. So certainly yeah. affordable, uh, for your portable grill option. And then we move to the best value backyard smoker. And so let me, uh, rewind. Uh, the camp chef was new to your list this year. The, uh, woodwind pellet smoker mm-hmm. with sear box. The can cooker is actually, now, Dave, uh, now in its second year on the list, mm-hmm. and this is also a new to your list: the Yoder loaded Wichita twenty-inch smoker, and this one's coming in for about nineteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. That's going right for a big twenty-inch, uh, high-quality offset smoker yep. like this. I mean, in that neighborhood, um, we just wanted to give a shout out to Yoder. They're doing a lot of great things. They speaking of pellet smokers, they have some superb oh, pellet yeah. smokers. Yeah. But they have a, a wide variety of uh, offsets and very high quality, all made from um, quarter-inch new steel pipe as opposed to, well, you know, some, some of these do-it-yourselfer guys get, a, get an old uh, tank <laughs> and try to clean it up and make something out of it. Uh, but, you know, I'd say that's industry standard for uh, metal fabricators that are actually selling their stuff. They don't want to... Uh, have any kind of liability from trying to reuse a a tank that's held chemicals. Um, But, you know, they're just very well made. They have a, uh, from my understanding, I haven't been to it, but they have a very nice modern uh, facility where they're cranking these things out. Um, You can see when you you see them, they're very well made. Um, You know, it's a traditional design. They put everybody puts their own spin on it a little, a few little uh, design features here and there. Uh, But all in all, offsets are a a basic design that's been around a long time. Going to the best value charcoal grill, uh, this one, third year on the list. It's a Napoleon NK22 CKC charcoal kettle grill. So aside from having quite a ridiculous name uh, and for 400 bucks so you know a little bit more expensive i guess than you would think for your traditional uh, charcoal grill unless we're talking about the pk style grills uh, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about this cooker well it it's it's nice you know we when we see good charcoal grills there's obviously a lot of them out there but many of them are just um really cheap kettle knockoffs whether they're full size or portable um 
the Napoleon makes really good stuff, you know. Uh, they have sometimes been called uh, uh, Canada's Weber. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I think that would be a compliment and that they deserve. Um, this grill is a little different from a Weber kettle in that it has a hinged lid that swivels. So uh, if if you're, say, left-handed <laughs> and you want to swivel it off to the left or uh, for whatever reason want to twirl it around a little bit, oh, there's my buddy Mark. There he is. Uh, you can move the handle where you like it. Hmm. Um, it also has a heavy-duty cast iron grate. Now, we're not big fans of cast iron grates, but raw. that's what it's like got. You're not a fan of cast iron grates in general or raw cast no, iron? No, well, well it's, it's coated cast iron. Okay. So, yeah, we definitely don't like uh, uncoated cast iron. You can see it there. But it is hinged on both sides, just like uh, a Weber-hinged uh, chrome-plated grate, so you can add charcoal to it. But the thing that's neat about it, oh, there's a the swivel. Uh, is you can uh, adjust the height hmm. of the grate, and you can bring it's a three level adjustment. So you can bring that thing down right on top of the red hot charcoal. Um, I think he's going to do that now. Let's oh, say, oh, oh well, oh, never mind. Hold on. Anyway, it. it's it's it. nice. You know, it. there's not a lot of really high quality charcoal grill options out there. So when I see one, I I'm all over it, buddy. And they're, I mean, they're fairly available here in the States or are you going to like a specialty uh, or a mom and pop fireplace and barbecue store to carry Napoleon lines? You don't see them in uh, Best Buy or not Best Buy, but uh, Home Depot or something like that. And stuff. Um, I don't think you're seeing much Napoleon yet. You can order them on mm-hmm. the, on the websites on like Home Depot's website. I believe there's, they're making inroads into that. Uh, Broil King kind of paved the way on that. These are all Canadian companies, Napoleon, Broil King, yep. and all the various Broil King brands. Um, and, um, Many people, when Broil King said, oh, we're going into Lowe's, and they're they're on the showroom floors, uh, hmm. Broil King. You're cheapening your brand, and Broil King goes, no, we're getting more exposure. I liked what they did. I thought it was a good idea, and I think it's worked out well for them. Now Napoleon seems to be dipping their toes into it a bit, too. All right, so uh, last but not least, Best Value Gas Grill. Uh, this one is the second year on the Amazing Ribs list. It's the Sabre 500 Cast Black, 1100 bucks list. Uh, Sabre is owned by Charbroil, hmm. and anybody who knows about the Charbroil True Infrared systems uh, will recognize this. It's very similar, only Sabre is much more high quality than any Charbroil product. Uh, but they employ essentially the same idea to create an infrared heat environment, and that is they have a burner underneath a metal plate, and the grate rests right on top of the metal plate. Now, um, they, they build this, rightfully so. You might I've seen billboards up this year about it, too. The most forgiving gas grill in the world, or, or in so many words. It is very forgiving. The reason why is that uh, you can get a super hot sear out of this thing. Um, one of the things that it it has that the Charbroil True Infreds don't have is each burner is cradled 
in a metal uh, uh, enclosure, basically, mm -hmm. to uh, give you better zone control. So you can set up uh, two zones uh, more effectively. But uh, moreover, it pretty much eliminates convection heat or reduces it to such a degree uh, that what, what you'll experience from that is convection heat tries, dries out foods. You will get moist, juicy foods. You'll get them cooked properly. If you want to super sear them, this thing will out-sear many gas grills mm. in this price range. Um, and they're very well made as well. Uh, Max, from a put-together standpoint, do these grills typically show up to you completely unassembled by a request? Or, or are you requesting that if you're going to get one sent to you that you get it sent to you where you have to assemble it in order to do some type of a full assembly evaluation as well? Yes, I always uh, ask that they be sent in retail packaging or however they would be sent to a customer. Some of the luxury grills are sent almost fully assembled, but a grill like this is sent uh, in a box. And I want to do that because I learn a lot about a grill when I put it together, a grill or a smoker. You know, holding the parts in my hands, the fasteners and what have you, you get a sense for how well it's made and how well it's designed. Hmm. Has there been any that stand out to you as being incredibly hard to put together and also couple that with bad directions? Because I've always maintained that the key to my fortune mm. will be putting together well-text directions in a very lame... I figure if I can put something together, anybody else in the whole world can put it together. But I would write <laughs> it in such a fashion that would seem very straightforward and obvious. Ah, uh, gosh, uh, you caught me flat-footed there. I mean, there's obviously some are more cryptic to uh, try to decipher the the uh, assembly instructions. Some are uh, have the design seems sort of awkward. Like you're you're going, why did they do it like this? Or and also from a manufacturing standpoint, some of the parts don't fit together very well. You know, you have to sort of. Uh, coax them into place, if you will, um, or really stick your hand in an awkward position to get a screw into where it's supposed to be. But I can't think uh, off the top of my head of any examples. Probably that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Max Good joining us here from AmazingRibs.com. He is the keeper of the flame full-time. Mm -hmm. Testing and assembling and reviewing and rating all these grills and smokers for your pleasure. Uh, Max, thank you for coming back on, and we will look for you again next quarter. My pleasure, Greg. Have a good evening. You too. There he is, Max Good from AmazingRibs.com. All guests appear via the Traeger Grills hotline. And that website one more time, AmazingRibs.com. Again, those products are Best Combo Cooker, the Camp Chef Woodwind Pellet Smoker with Sear Box, 900 bucks. The Best Portable Cooker, Can Cooker Original, 90 bucks. The best value backyard smoker, the Yoder Loaded Wichita 20-inch for about 1900 the Napoleon NKC 22 CKC, the best value charcoal grill, and the best value gas grill, the Sabre 500 cast black for about 1100 bucks. So there you have it. And again, all of their recommendations, these are merely a sampling of the 2018 Pitmaster list from AmazingRibs.com, so go ahead and check it out. I want to consider joining the Pit Club there if you go as well. It's only 24 bucks for the year, maybe a little less than that. Pretty cool community out there helping everybody out. Sam Hayes coming up out of the break to talk about Myron Mixon cookers. Loaded first hour on cooker reviews. 
How about Cook Shack? Yeah, man. Cook Shack manufactures smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether you barbecue in the backyard, on the competition circuit, or in a five-star dining facility. Cook Shack has the unit that will do the job. And with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks, it's the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoking, grilling, 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website at cookshack.com or follow them on the Instagrams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and Google+. Get advice and share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions because they were designed by a champion, Ed Fast Eddie Morin. The FEC 100, PG 1000, always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can actually double as a smoker and grill. Low and slow, hot and fast, the pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Now, if you're not into pellet poopers, I get it. Cook Shack residential electric smokers, if that's your cup of tea, happen to be the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Cook Shack. Passion, dedication drives Cook Shack's manufacturing, with quality always being the top priority. Get the best in barbecue since 1962. Call 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698 or visit cookshack.com. Sam Hayes from Sam's Northwest Barbecue Company coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Ready to get on the air? Call 216-220-0966. Now, let's get back to the LeBron James of Barbecue Talk. Craig Rampey. Hey, this portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all of your pellet-driven cookers. To purchase, you can buy CookinPellets.com or you can visit CookinPellets.com, C-O-O-K-I-N, CookinPellets.com. Or if you would prefer to purchase off of some major online retailer, how about Amazon.com? Does that work for you? Sure. Also, go to cookingpellets.com to check out all of their flavor varieties, the traditional stuff, of course, but also outside of the box flavors that you're going to want to check out. Cookingpellets.com. Hey, my next guest shows up here once a quarter, owns one of the most successful independent barbecue and grill shops, not only in his region, but dare I say, across the country. So let's go ahead and race to the Traeger Grills hotline and welcome back Sam Hayes to the show. Sam, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How you doing, Greg? Absolutely fabulous, Sam. Appreciate you making time for the show here. Now, look, you're a professed Browns fan. Uh, that's the NFL team, if we can say it. Um, are you feeling very well about the impending season here? Uh, Baker Mayfield is a quarterback. We've picked up some offense, some defense. Are you going to be a optimistic Browns fan? Are you a myopic Browns fan, regardless of the roster you think that it's going to be the year? Where are you sitting right now? I'm looking forward to preseason, and that's about it. Wow, really? <laughs> we uh, maybe one or two wins there. It's it's brutal. I take a beating you basically think, every day of my life being a Browns fan. Do you think it's going to be a, a, a one to three win or a three or less win season? I th- I think it's one or less myself. <laughs> it's either going to be real bad, or if we were to hit that three or four, that would. That would be a major improvement, I think. Which is sad to say, right? I mean, you go from zero to three or four, but it's still really just three or four wins and like 11 or 12 losses. Yeah, it's horrible no matter how you look at it. <laughs> it's, 
when's when's the next basketball season start? Makes you wonder. Sam, when's uh when's the draft? <laughs> Can't wait. That's uh, the Brown Super Bowl is the, is the next year's draft. Anyway, so uh, I think we did a great intro segment with you a few months back. Got a unique story of how you turned that uh, barbershop trade to a barbecue and grilling retailer extraordinaire business. And now we can really focus on some of the lines that you carry and get some real-life feedback and insight from someone who is in this business every day. And tonight I thought we would uh, start with the Myron Mixon line of smokers. So first off... Uh, when were you made aware of this line? Uh, how does the relationship start? Uh, were you approach or did you approach? Did they approach you? How does that whole thing start off? Well, obviously, we all know who Myron Mixon is, or you wouldn't be listening to this show. Uh, it's a deal where uh, David Mixon is Myron's oldest son, and he's the sales manager at Myron Mixon Smokers. And he approached me probably two and a half years ago. And at the time, I was just getting ready to uh, relocate to a larger location. And I kind of thought, hey, let's put this on hold until I get up to the new store and see what we got space-wise. Um, got up here and just started tackling, getting the business uh, growing and, and all the headaches that are associated with moving. Uh, so some time went by and, you know, probably two years. Um, David approached me near the end of last year and just gotten done with some projects and he said you know one thing big on my list at the end of the year he says we got to get you on board and he says how are we going to do this so we probably spent the next five or six weeks going back and forth and i wanted to make sure that it was a good uh, fit for my store as well as uh, me and my store being a good fit for those folks because um whatever a person feels about myron mix and the man has worked really hard for his brand and to get it where it is and and that's it's important to me, and I wanted them to know that if we were going to bring it in, that um, it's it's almost as if I'm back there in Connecticut at the factory, that they got a representation out here on the West Coast that's going to do it the right way. And uh, and it gave me some time to, to evaluate their uh, business a little more as well. So we kind of picked the end of the year there, and we got going. And uh, it's it's been fantastic so far. So... The timing just, I think, was better, and I also think that some of the products, um, you know, they've had more time to produce those products and get more feedback. So for me, I think it all just worked, worked out in a natural timeline. Do you look at what you're currently retailing in the shop and try not to have competing products, or does that not necessarily uh, always fit a bill with you? You'd like to have some similar cookers that might be a little bit different in price point or... Uh, how somebody might be cooking on it, so you have some different options to give to an end user. Yeah, it's it, you know all these different regions, you know barbecue sells can, and and what's hot and and all that I know can be quite different. Um, for example, here I, I did have a you know like with the Meyer mix and the gravity fed cookers, I did have a line of insulated box cookers that uh, are made here in Oregon, uh, faces barbecue, but and then I brought in. Oh, about a year and a half ago when I brought in the Meadow Creek line, they have their uh, their BX50 and 25 series. So I already had that, and those have some, some water to them. I didn't have a true gravity fed. I had, uh, you know, you hear about stumps, and you hear about out here there's a few guys that cook with the assassins. And uh, so the gravity fed always kind of interests me. I'd never cooked on one. 
And uh, that's the first thing I broke out on that first uh, order from the Meyer Mixing Smokers. But the fact that they had both the H2O, which was kind of unknown to me, and, and quite honestly up till about three weeks ago when I was at the Meyer Mixing facility, as far as actually seeing it ran in a, in a proper setting. I mean, Myron's, uh, his cook team, about half the team was actually there. Hmm. Um, so I saw it ran how they do when they're out competing. And um, so some of these items are a little similar, but yet they're quite different. And, and also at some price points. Sam Hayes joining me here on the show. Uh, Sam's Northwest Barbecue Company. SamsNWBBQCO.com is his website. Uh, Sam, let's talk about that trip that you took out to the manufacturing facility in Connecticut. You said it was a couple of weeks ago. So what were you looking to get out of it? Obviously, you want to see that the place is existing in real life and that there's uh, you know real people doing all this stuff. But uh, were, were there other key things that you were looking to learn while you was out there? Well, you know, back in back in March at the HPBA in Nashville, um, of course, met up with Myron and David, and uh, uh, Myron's partner um, in this whole thing is a man named uh, Rob Morelli, and he's the, the founder and the CEO of Seacon Fabrication. And that friendship that him and Myron uh, developed, you know, several years prior is what uh, created Myron Mix and Smokers. So, um, what meeting Rob was just as, as, I don't know, detrimental, I guess, to, to to me wanting to get out there and see that factory. I mean, uh, a great man in the metal fabrication business. And obviously, you know, Myron's pedigree is barbecue. We don't even need to discuss. But getting out there, we discussed it back then. And then uh, they decided not a lot of manufacturers do this. I've had a couple that have, but uh, they decided to have a dealer day. And it was kind of an impromptu, maybe six weeks prior uh, hey, any dealers, we're going to fly you out here. We're going to take care of you. Hmm. And opportunity to see the facility. Um, and then also go through the three-day Myron Mix and Cook School, which, you know, he hosts that at his residence there in Georgia. And then he does this. This was the third year he'd done this at the factory. So to be able to leave this time of year, this is the busiest month of my year. It wasn't easy to say, all right, I'm going to go do that. But um, that. The fact they were willing to put that commitment in me. I'd been to a few different manufacturers, uh, factories, but never in the hotbed of the season. Out here in Oregon, which uh, I know all your listeners look at, is the hotbed of uh, barbecue. But <laughs> right. um, my my busiest three months of the year generally April, May, and June. So, um, but getting out there once I decided to do it, uh, outside of the whole traveling aspect and and you know hitting to the East Coast and losing some sleep and all that. Um, it was fantastic. the The dealer day was 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 great. Um, there's a lot of new things coming out. Myron Mixon uh, that be here in the fourth quarter that are going to be, I think, game players in the barbecue world and more of the mainstream uh, backyard person as well. Um, but we spent a full day uh, just business, just dealers. Um, Myron and the Myron Mixon Smoker team. Uh, we spent probably two hours at the factory, and that was an absolutely incredible experience. And, you know, we had a nice lunch together, and, we, and uh, the team put us up for a really nice, enjoyable, expensive dinner that evening. So they took care of us great. And this was just one enjoyable, long day leading in, you know, to what – who wouldn't want to go to the Myron Mixon Cook School? Um, so – it was a fantastic day, and everything included there, uh, how they 
so that was my main reason for getting out there. I don't mean to, to ramble here, but um, at that factory, state-of-the-art, you're not going to find anything that's more up-to-date right now today in that factory. From a options standpoint, like what, what are you carrying in the store right now? Are there flagship models that uh, and water smokers that you're offering, and, and what are the price points? Yeah, they're they're H two O water smoker, which you know Myron cooks on the on the they, they refer to the MMS the Myron mix and smoker. He cooks on the seventy two, and he likes that size because you can get a two hundred fifty pound hog in there. But uh, that's seventy two. That means seventy two inches wide. Um, in my store, I carry the sixty, the forty eight, and the thirty six. The the sixty alone is huge. Uh, it weighs nine hundred thirty pounds. Cool. 48 to 800, the 36 is 670 pounds. So they're on big wheels. They're easy to move. But it's a, it's a pretty incredible piece when you just look at that. And, and the gravity feds, um, they got, you know, three basic standard sizes, and, and I, carry, I carry those as well in stock. But those, the water smokers, the smallest size is $39.95. Uh, it's, it's basically $1,000 more per foot. So the 48 would be 49.95 and then the 60 is 59.95. From a firing up standpoint on those water smokers, how do they operate? You know, what most impressed me is uh Myron's brother Tracy who lives beside him, kind of his right-hand man and Moses yard proudly says he's about 4 years younger than Myron. And the, the cool thing about being those guys is there, there's so much admiration between uh those brothers and you know, he works for Myron, and Myron counts on him. Myron counts on a lot of people. Um, but uh, he fired that thing up, used probably five pounds of charcoal. Um, we were cooking on a 60 and uh, put about three sticks of wood in there, mm. got it fired up. Generally, at competition, they'll fire it up about an hour and a half before. But everything was wide open. There's two smokestacks up above, and yep. you got one on each side. Um, basically that charcoal is just to get your wood. If you had another way or wanted to use a torch or something to get your wood going, that would be just fine. Basically that a charcoal it isn't so much like on your traditional offset where you're getting a coal base. Um, with the water smoker, there's two things that are 100% necessary. You do have to use water, and you are using sticks. And basically that water... Um, there's a there's a floater valve like you'd have on a on a back of a toilet bowl or you hook up a hose to it, you can set it between either an inch and a half, two inches, or two and a half inches of water. That's going to provide steam and moisture. There is a, a little kind of a peak hole. There's a little tube that comes out on the side. So you can see without opening the doors to make sure you have water. So they turn on that hose first thing. It's running water. When it gets water in there, it stops. Um, so, of course, that's the first process. He got the fire going. Um, everything was wide open. So I wondered at what point uh, his brother Tracy was going to, you know, start dialing things down. And <laughs> these, they're, they're at least an inch thick, uh, the, the sides and the, the whole cooker. Wow. So what amazed me is we're out there and we're talking and we're talking fire management, but um, he, Myron cooks it between 275 and 300, and there was basically no adjustments made and and that thing just dialed right in and um the, th- the thing about that cooker it, well and, and Myron's way of cooking um I have other cookers in here I don't know if I'd necessarily cook them all wide open um but what 
what they try to do is with their fire management is, is the most important thing about that. And is, you know, Myron's a fantastic cook. I didn't know between you and I, if he was, and I also listened, if he was going to, you know, Hey, I just grabbed this piece of meat, you know, and, and all this knowledge. No, he's, he's using the thermal pin. He's checking instant reads. He, with all of his knowledge, he, he's not, not taking advantage of those technology things, but he, uh, that fire's running wide open and it's, it's you as the pit master. It's, he says, you know, what's the next stick that's going on there? You might put a stick on every 25 minutes. He says, you want to sit back and load it up and drink beer all day? He says, sit back and drink some beer, you know? Yeah. He says, well, I'll enjoy that. But he says, first off, he doesn't want to be cooking, you know, 12 hours, 15 hours, 18. Uh, he's he's cooking most of all of his food items are done in six hours or less, and yeah. that's when you're eating with the rest period. Uh, so... From a, a heat control standpoint, would you use less wood or more wood in order to, to raise the temperature, or are you pretty much, you just run it and it's going to float around that 275 to 300 no matter what you're doing? You're going to continue to add, but you're going to add more more often than what I've done on a, on a traditional mm-hmm. offset smoker. So, again, Myron wants the cleanest burning fire, and... You know, you're getting a little contrast to that thin, fine blue. Obviously, you're not going to cook with wood on any cooker and not get that wood flavor in, sure. in, into your food. But um, his whole thing is he wants to run with the cleanest fire he can. And in doing so, him and his team, they've mastered the art of making sure you're putting the next size stick in. So, like here at my store, I sell bags of cooking wood and splits. There isn't too many pieces in here that you're that that you're going to put in that cooker to run it that cleanly so um basically in a, in a split stick they probably would have that cut in three different dimensions and and they have stacks of wood at different sizes like that so it's up to you to monitor this in a more uh regular basis and become a better pit master he said you know again if you want to just fill her up and walk away this isn't that's not his way of cooking you know, I'm sure that food's still going to taste all right, but I was my first impression from the fire up of that smoker was that they've got heat management and control uh, down to a T, and and this is before we've ever even touched a, a protein or or got into the meat part of it. Um, here at the stores, you know, people, especially with the wood pits. Um, fire management is huge. It's it's something that people they'll go out and they've never cooked on an offset. They'll get a couple briskets. They've never cooked a brisket. They have no idea about maybe some shrinkage or or how much food you're going to have to feed people. And by golly, you know, we're we're having a party this weekend, and everybody's showing up and we're eating at five, and they have no idea about any of it. Right, right. And sometimes as they're walking out the door, they'll say, "You got any suggestions?" And I say, "Man, have fun and tell me all about it next time you're in." <laughs> but it's a uh, that that knowledge and experience um it, it was just amazing that I, i've never seen an item cooked wide open again and a lot of it has to do with their with their skills but also um those cookers just what they're made out of and and uh, put together and um with that water technology what that's the reason he likes it you know i have people in the store and they wonder if you're steaming your meat well, what it's doing is it's it's eliminating any hot spot. So these flat rack flat rack cookers that he prefers, um, 
you're the same temperature left to right, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So you're able to utilize all that space. And that's why he prefers this style of a cooker is because it's the most square inches you're going to get in there space-wise. Sam Hayes joining me here on the show. Again, the website, Sam's NWBBQCO, Sam's Northwest Barbecue Company, uh, dot com. The web, or the phone number, by the way, 503-822-5631. That's their, your store number, right? Correct. Okay, I didn't want to give away your cell phone, but I guess it's too late for that. 503-822-5631 if you want to give Sam a call. And we're talking about the Myron Mixon Smokers. Sam, always appreciate the time, and we will look for you again next quarter. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Greg. Have a good evening. You got it. There he is, Sam Hayes. Browns fan. All guests appear via the Traeger Grills hotline. Yummy. Do Do anybody, wow. Does anybody really admit that they're a Browns fan? Sam Hayes does. One day I'll get this uh, screen thing worked out too. Currently, to my right, no neighbor Desmond. He said he was coming over tonight. Currently a liar. Nevertheless, let me talk to you quickly about the barbecue guru. Always believing that outdoor cooking should be easy because it can be, especially with the Monolith Barbecue Guru Edition Grill. The Monolith, the world's first temperature-controlled smoker with a built-in power draft fan. This means smarter control, greater freedom with automatic temperature control. Easily choose your cooking time and temperature and let the Monolith do the work of a sous chef or barbecue pitmaster. With minimal effort, you now have oven-like precision at the grill and you can serve the tastiest, juiciest meals each and every time you call 800-288-GURU and ask all your questions or you visit the website bbqguru.com. That's bbqguru.com. If you have the monolith and you have already owned a temperature controller, you don't need to buy a new one to operate it. Just hook that controller to the fan that's built into the monolith and you're off and rocking. BBQGuru.com, 800-288-GURU. We're back right after this to wrap the first hour. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This segment brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via the Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or Google Assistant in your home, you're in luck because Fireboard fully integrated with both. Just ask your particular smart assistant to check your meat temperature or increase the temperature or check probe number seven, whatever you want. Always adding new skills each and every day. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. Thanks again to Sam Hayes from Sam's Northwest Barbecue Company. Now, he doesn't sell online, so if you're on your way out to the Pacific Northwest or you feel like you really want to do business and you're able to make that drive out to hook up with Sam, no problem. He's happy to do that. But no online retailing uh, for Sam. Call, pick his brain, see what he's about. Great guy. Happy to have him as a quarterly guest right here on this show. All right, we're going to step away and reload for the second hour. The Embedded Correspondence segment will take place. 
at 1014 and 1035, where a bunch of us get together and start sharing random barbecue topics. We'll take your phone calls and emails, 216-220-0966. If you want to call in and win a $50 gift certificate from BJ's Restaurant Brewhouse, hit me up right now. First one in wins. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> 